How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Welcome into Sunday morning, Fantasy Football Sunday here on 610 Sports Radio. What a day to be alive. I mean, it is beautiful outside. Ian Rappaport drops a banger on you this morning for the Chiefs running back situation because that's exactly what you thought Sunday morning was going to be. We'll get into a ton of that from 10 until noon when we do after hours. One thing we got to do right now is get you set up for Fantasy Football Sundays. At least that's my goal. So, I hope everybody's had a good weekend thus far. I'll try to answer as many questions as I can today. 913-586-7610, text line, Jay Southland, Toast Service, text line. Grant Nicholson with you, Dusty Likens with you until noon, and then it's, uh, you know, the normal NFL Sunday slate. You get to go have fun and bet on your parlays, and yes, Grant, we have one already that we put in on Friday night. Pay out 500 bucks. Bet 20. But Grant, you're my guy. Let's do it. Let's get into the matchups. That's right. You can't have a fantasy football show brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks each drinks scenic cues without a tackle sound. There you go. For those of you that have been underneath the rock and haven't necessarily tried to look at your fantasy roster yet, I'm sorry. There's some bye games this week. There's some people that are on buys. Bills, Rams, Minnesota, Philadelphia. I mean, you talk about a squad that's got a lot of people out, a lot of fantasy people out. No Josh Allen, no Stephon Diggs, no Gabriel Davis, no Bills defense. No Jalen Hurts, no Devonta Smith, no A.J. Brown. I mean, it's brutal. No Justin Jefferson, no Kirk Cousins with the chain. We got two straight weeks with Kirk Cousins with the chain, and now he's out. You don't get to play with Kirk Cousins this week. Gone. And no Cooper Cup. I doubt you're playing anybody else for the Rams. Wouldn't make sense. A lot of injuries this week as well. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of different guys in different places already. Um, 
Raiders wide receiver Hunter Renfro listed as questionable for Sunday's game due to a hip injury. He's expected to play. We'll get into Hunter Renfro in a little bit. DeAndre Swift, ankle slash shoulder, is not expected to play against the Cowboys. Tyler Lockett, questionable for Sunday's game, expected to play. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen, questionable due to a hamstring injury. Wants to see how he feels going into the game. Game time decision, monitor it. Christian McCaffrey, San Francisco 49ers. Sounds weird, but it's real. Expected to have a limited role in today's game and have a few plays and a few packages that are designed just for him. It's like Kevin McAllister. He wants a cheese pizza just to himself. Players returning to action Sunday include Dak Prescott, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, Gus Edwards, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Jimmy Ward, Dante, Deontay Johnson. I'm sorry, Dante Johnson, Tua Tugabailoa, Kenny Pickett, and Pat Faramuth. The Steelers are back. Well, did they go anywhere? Because they're coming off a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Anyways, we get into our matchups here on Saturday, on Sunday, Fantasy Football Sunday Show, brought to you by Twin Peaks, Each Drink, Scenic Views. First game that we have today, Colts at Titans. Is that a battle for the South? That's where we're at, Colts-Titans? Had no idea the Colts would be almost close to being a first-place team, but again, they did beat probably the second-best team in the AFC. Uh, Colts might surprise you. Jonathan Taylor is back. Matt Ryan also. You want to know what Matt Ryan's done this year? I know this sounds stupid and dumb. Matt Ryan's fifth in passing in the NFL. Fifth. Like, he ranks fifth in passing. I guess he's still got it when he's not being sacked or turning the ball over. Now, Matt Ryan's known eight touchdowns and seven interceptions. I think he's got like four or five fumbles as well. The guy's a turnover machine, but the guy produces yards. The guy throws the ball all over the field. And one thing that he does, he's very smart at realizing who he needs to throw to, and that is Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. is coming off of his breakout game where he had 13 for 134. Deion Jackson also worth the start, maybe to look at at least. Probably not the start now that Jonathan Taylor's back and in the action. But Deion Jackson last week, I said you could take a flyer on. You could maybe stream him if you're really, really desperate in a running back dependent league or like a deep league where there is no running backs. He had 10 catches for 79 yards last week. Now, again, they played Jacksonville. But Matt Ryan looked really, really good last week for the first time in a long time. I can't really understand why I would understand that. But Matt Ryan throws the ball. There's one thing Matt Ryan's going to do. He's going to go down firing. Or he's going to go down having Chris Jones say something to him that's going to draw a flag. Either way you want to look at it, Matt Ryan never goes down. When it comes to the Titans, kind of beat up. I mean, I guess some of you out there might still believe in Robert Woods. I wouldn't. Robert Woods is like in the same situation as DJ Moore. I would just cut my losses. Actually, check that. Don't cut your loss with DJ Moore. We'll explain why when we get in the Carolina matchup. But I think the only one you can start for Tennessee is Derrick Henry, right? No, I get it. Jalen Hurts is out. Matthew Stafford is out. Josh Allen is out. And Kirk Cousins is out. You probably got to start a quarterback somewhere. I don't think that Ryan Tannehill should be your answer. There's a slew of other guys I think that I would start over Ryan Tannehill in a desperate situation. Only person I'm playing for Tennessee is Derrick Henry. And expect to have 100 yards and a touchdown if you have him or you're going against him because Indianapolis, who used to be so good against the run, well, now they're ranked 22nd against RBs. We move on to the next game. It is Giants at Jags. Why do I like this game? Am I sick? Am I disgusting? Why do I want to watch this game? I don't really know why. I do know this. Saquon Barkley is about to have a balling game. 
I mean, Saquon Barkley's going to do it all today. He already does it all for their offense because Daniel Jones as well. Kind of reminds me of the kid from the Indian in the cupboard. That's a throwback. If anybody knows that, put a little toy in the machine or in the box, turn the key, and it becomes real. That's what I think the Giants are hoping happens to Daniel Jones. He's yet to turn real. He's just this running quarterback that surprises people with amazing yards and amazing legs. And at the end of the day, his stat line sucks. But you know what? He's got Saquon Barkley. And Saquon Barkley is basically back to being a damn machine. I'm sorry. It's the Sunday crowd. I'll keep it clean. He's a darn machine, Saquon Barkley. Big legs, runs fast, catches the ball. Most athletic player on the field. He will be the most athletic player on the field today. So if you have Saquon Barkley, rest easy. You're going to be just fine. He should have a big, big, big time performance. We just talked about Jacksonville last week. They gave up 10 for 79 to Deion Jackson. Tell me if you've heard of him before until today or yesterday or last week. 10 for 79 to a backup running back. Imagine what a starting running back who's the top three running back in the entire NFL could do. Not only that, I feel like this could be just the game where you look at Saquon Barkley. Oh, and by the way, he should have a monster game because you know what? Against opposing running backs, Jacksonville ranks 27th in the league. I'm not going to tell you how many teams are in the NFL. You should know that. You should know that 27th is, well, very, very low and close to the very bottom. So look for Saquon Barkley once again. And we just talked about the the previous matchup that Indianapolis did against Jacksonville. As for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think this is the final week, and this is the answer that we finally get with their running back field. Look, I'm big man campus on James Robinson. I liked James Robinson two years ago when he blew up on the waiver wire and became a very, very startable running back. Became draftable last year in the second round. Got hurt. Missed some time. Travis Etienne drafted, blew his ACL out of his Achilles, and missed the entire season his rookie year. Now it seems like maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars are kind of confused. They don't know which one to go with. Do they go with Travis Etienne? Do they go with James Robinson? I don't think you can trust that backfield. Now, last year, I don't know, or last week, I'm sorry, James Robinson, he had a little bit more carry, or he had 12 for 54. He had more carries. Travis Etienne, well, he had 10 for 86. He's getting better yardage. He's averaging more yards, and he's more explosive. And I know that's unfair to say to James Robinson because there's a lot of you that are hoping James Robinson stays the course. He's their main guy. He got him there. Travis Etienne is a better athlete. He's the better running back. The kid out of Clemson is eventually going to get the starting job, and you can see it. 10 for 86, 12 for 54. You're smart enough to know that that's a difference in, obviously, yardage, obviously average. Eventually, Travis Etienne will take over that job. I just don't know if it happens this week. They do play the Giants, who are a decent running back uh, defending team. A pretty damn good defense. Brian Dayball's got that team going pretty well on defense. But the thing is, I think you got to wait one more week. And once Jacksonville officially will come out like the Kansas City Chiefs did and said that there's going to be a change in running back situation, then I think you can go with the Travis Etienne over James Robinson. And if you do, look for him to be an RB2 moving forward the rest of the fantasy football season. I think we go back into another matchup. Panthers, Bucks, Bucks at Carolina. Okay. I don't know what to do other than apologize for last week. I thought Tom Brady was going to go nuts. They played the Pittsburgh Steelers. It seemed like a recipe for success for Tom Brady. It was not. I was wrong. I was really, really, really wrong. This week, it's the Carolina Panthers. It's still a dumpster fire that's burning very hot. DJ Moore is still there. He doesn't want to be there. 
They've got a D in there that wants to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. He just doesn't know it yet. They've got a coach that is, well, like a specialties coach for offense and special teams. They fired their head coach, their best athlete, best player, just got traded San Francisco. This screams bucks by 20, right? I hope I'm right because it's part of a parlay that I have. But, I mean, I think for Tampa Bay, I, I, don't, I don't know what other advice to give you other than you start the normals. You start Leonard Fournette. You start Mike Evans. You start Chris Godwin. You start Tom Brady. You have to. I don't know what else to tell you. Carolina's terrible. I'm pretty sure it's Sam Darnold today. I don't even know. I don't even put in the time because I don't care. Carolina sucks. Tampa Bay should win by two scores. If they don't, Tom Brady should retire after today. As for the Panthers... I'm not starting anybody. I, I, I would not literally have one Panthers rostered on my fantasy team whatsoever. The only thing I can tell you is like me and like a lot of you out there, let's just pray to the heavens that DJ Moore gets traded after this week to somebody who can throw him the ball. He is so talented. He was a third round, fourth round pick for a lot of you out there. Let's get DJ Moore the heck out of Carolina and somewhere where he can be successful. Somebody that's got a really good arm. Somebody that has a quarterback who wears the number 15. Someone whose jerseys are red and yellow and whatever else. White? I don't know. Maybe the coffee was a little strong this morning. But just keep a hold of DJ Moore on your bench and hope to the Lord above that somebody will trade for DJ Moore. But as of that, just Tampa Bay players. Next game in the 12 o'clock slate, and then we'll go to a break. Packers at Commanders. Woof. Woof. But you know what I hope? Can Aaron Rodgers lose again? Aaron Rodgers is, is one more loss away. One more loss away from losing his absolute mind. Tyler Henneke, baby. No Carson Wentz. He's on IR. He has to miss four games. Henneke can actually throw the ball. He's a gunslinger. He's the Aldi version of gunslingers. If Patrick Mahomes is high V or price chopper, Henneke is Aldi. He's going to get you some surprises. He's not going to blow you away, but he's going to throw at some point four touchdowns and three interceptions and 400 yards. Might not win you the game. Might lose you a game, but he might surprise you. Packers are all worth benching, in my opinion, from Robert Tanya to Aaron Jones to Romeo Dobbs to, to uh, Aaron Rodgers himself. Green Bay's just in a mess. And until they get more weapons for Aaron Rodgers, again, they are linked to Chase Claypool. Elijah Moore is out there wanting to be traded. Hasn't been traded, but he wants to be traded. Aaron Rodgers needs weapons. Randall Cobb is out. Sammy Watkins is in. I don't know what that does for you. I don't think you can start Sammy Watkins. Again, I don't know if I'm starting any Green Bay Packers. I think Taylor Henneke over Rodgers at this point, I think I would start him over Aaron Rodgers. I'm dead serious. Like I said, he's a poor man's gunslinger, but he couldn't rack up a few points against the Green Bay Packers. Again, they lost last week to the New York Jets. The Green Bay Packers are a fraud. The NFC is very weak. Some people would say it's strong. I don't know how strong it is. The NFC East is decent. Tampa Bay, fraud. Green Bay, fraud. The South, eh. The North, eh. I don't know what to tell you. Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota. Minnesota, that's the best team in the North. Congratulations. But again, I think you could start Scary Terry this week. I think he's a guy that could get a lot of yards. I think that he could get really, really going really fast. 
I think you need to keep your eye on Brian Robinson Jr. because I think eventually you're going to give him the job over Antonio Gibson. I think that's just what it is. I think they like him more. Plus, the guy's a gangster. He got shot. Came back in the same year, same season. Spit on it. Check yourself. He's ready to go. Scary Terry, Gibson, B-Rob Jr. Those are the guys in Washington. Keep your eye out. Samuel as well. All guys will be heavily targeted by Taylor Haneke. We come back. We wrap up the rest of the noon games here on a Fantasy Football Sunday here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens. Presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio. And always live on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Instacart for the win. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back in on a fantasy football Sunday. 6 10 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens with you. Grant Nicholson with you. We'll do this until 10. And then from 10 to noon, we'll do after hours. Why do I feel the Chiefs and Niners, Garoppolo versus Mahomes, is like Connor McGregor versus Nate Diaz? Like you, you know that McGregor was always going to beat Nate Diaz. But it wasn't going to be like knockout in the first round. Hell, it wasn't going to be a knockout in the second round. Those cats were going five rounds. And Nate Diaz always looked like he went through war. And Conor McGregor just looked fine. That's how I feel like this game's going to go. 
Should be a fun one. We'll get into that a little bit later at 10 o'clock. But right now, it's Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. we got to wrap up the noon matchups. Let's get into that as we finish this off right here on Fantasy Football Sunday. To round out the 12 o'clock slate, a few more. I don't know the TV schedule, but this this game screams like it's the Fox game at noon. Lions at Cowboys. Is Dak ready to be the only quarterback they talk about in Dallas? We'll find out. Lions are off a bye. They're rested. And they look to get back to exactly what they want to do. Score a lot of points and give up a lot of points. Now, the last game they played, they got blanked out by New England and Bill Belichick. It is what it is. Jared Goff was looking like a streamable start. I still think he might be. This game, eh, this is tough. Again, I know that a lot of main starting quarterbacks are out. Cousins, Stafford, Allen, Hurts, they're all gone. I don't know if if Cousins is starting for people, but probably, maybe. It's tough if Matthew Stafford's starting for you. I hope not, but if he is, again, I don't know if Jared Goff is safe enough to stream this week. I know he's cheap on all sort of daily fantasy leagues, FanDuel, DraftKings, wherever you want to play that at. I know he's cheap to pick up this week, but Dallas's defense is kind of scary, and I feel like Jared Goff is going to meet Micah Parsons at least twice today, and not in a way that Jared Goff wants to meet Micah Parsons, in a way in which Micah Parsons meets him. That's not a good recipe, but again, no DeAndre Swift for Detroit today. TJ Hawkinson, I think it's good to go. I think you're good to go with, with Amara St. Brown. Look for that matchup against him and Diggs. That could be interesting. But TJ Hawkinson has kind of elevated his game. We had a bye last week with Detroit, so people have kind of like stopped talking about them. But remember, they should still be some people rostered on your roster with Detroit as their team logo. Hawkinson, St. Brown, Goff. I just don't know if I'm comfortable starting starting Goff against the Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, when it comes to the Cowboys, both running backs are to go. Like I said last week, I think fans of Dallas, and I think certain people of Dallas want Tony Pollard to be the guy. As long as Zeke Elliott's in Dallas, Zeke Elliott will always be the guy. Now, they split carries, and they kind of mix things up, and you got to have to handcuff these guys if they're on your team, and they've been doing this for the last two years, so it's no secret to a lot of people. But I will say Tony Pollard is the more explosive chance potential to hit a home run type of running back. He just is. Zeke Elliott, though, your classic fantasy running back. 12 carries, 42 yards, two touchdowns. Why? Because they'll give it to him inside the five. CeeDee Lamb averaging close to 70 a game, but he's only got two touchdowns. A very disappointing year for CeeDee Lamb. Part of that probably is because Cooper Rush was in there, and Cooper Rush doesn't have the chemistry that Dak Prescott has with CeeDee Lamb. But again, Dak is back. CeeDee Lamb's out there. I just caution if Dallas sticks with a Cooper Rush offense. Run the ball heavy. Don't let anybody screw this game up. Make sure you can manage it. Dak's coming back for the first time in six weeks. I'm interested to see what Dak Prescott can do today. It was a thumb injury on his throwing hand. Is it 100% healed, or was he 100% nervous that somebody was going to take his job and it was going to be somebody that he never thought, like Cooper Rush? Next noon game, Falcons at Cincy. Is Cincy hung over? The hell's going on with the Bengals? Or did they finally wake up last week? 
because last week was finally what everybody wanted to see when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, all those guys. Joe Mixon, man, it's over, by the way. I hate to tell you guys that if you drafted him. I'd rather have Samaj P. Ryan on my team than Joe Mixon. I'm dead serious. But again, Joey Burrow last week, 300-yard game, three touchdowns. Jamar Chase, 10 targets, seven catches, 132, two touchdowns. More of that, please, Cincinnati. There's a lot of us out there that depended on you for doing that. Good matchup this week to do that as well against Atlanta. Atlanta Atlanta seems like a, like a Division II NFL team. Last week, they had three guys run the ball, 50 yards apiece. Allegreer, Huntley, and Mariota. Kyle Pitts, hey, guys. Hey, guess what? Kyle Pitts got his touchdown last week. He only had three catches over 19 yards. It's still a wash for Kyle Pitts, and there's still a lot of people out there super disappointed. You probably drafted him way too high. Tough game. I will say this. All three of those people that ran 50 yards, but it was Mariota who stole the lone touchdown when it came to running the ball inside the end zone. That Falcons team beat the San Francisco 49ers last week, but let's pump the brakes. San Francisco had lots of people out. Trent Williams, Ward, Bosa. It wasn't the San Francisco 49ers team that's going to play against the Chiefs. Drake London is leading in targets when it comes to when it comes to Atlanta, but Sacacious? That's a name that if you spelled in Scrabble, you'd probably get about 55 points on just the first half of his name, Z-A-C-C-H-E-A-U-S. And then you get another 60 for putting it all together and putting it on points. That's a 150-point name in Scrabble. But Marcus Mariota, he's 100% his leading target getter whenever he's on the field. I don't know why, but I don't like Atlanta. I don't like uh, I don't like anybody on their team. I think Cincinnati, if they can keep it together, can do it again. Burrow could be good for another 303 touchdowns. And Jamar Chase just keep feeding Jamar Chase when it comes to that offense. Browns at Ravens. This game's kind of intriguing. I don't know why. It's obviously an AFC North battle. Lamar Jackson versus Jacoby Brissett doesn't really move the needle. But this game seems like it's going to just be a ground and pound dogfight. No pun intended when it comes to the Browns. Now, the Baltimore Ravens, what a blow this is. J.K. Dobbins, IR. He's out at least four weeks. He's done for a month. But what the Ravens did do is it activated Gus Edwards onto their active roster. So Gus Edwards is a go. But again, he's behind a bunch of people. Justice Hill, he's behind him. Lamar Jackson's going to run the ball. And again, I still think, I still think if you had to say anything, I don't trust Kenyon Drake. I know he had a big game last week. But I think eventually Gus Edwards will take over the bulk of the carries. He'll be the guy they depend on. He'll get a little bit of playing time today. I don't think he's worth the start for those of you that had J.K. Dobbins and lost him for the next four weeks after already losing him for the first four weeks of the season. Brutal. Like I said, brutal game. You thought golf was tough. Try being good at fantasy football. Whole lot of luck. But again, keep your eye on Gus Edwards. Definitely roster Gus Edwards. And then eventually I think he'll start taking the bulk of the position carries. I think Kenyon Drake and Hill will eventually slimmer down. I don't know if that's going to be true this week. But again, I wouldn't play anybody in the backfield for the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews was questionable this week. He's going to play. And that's big time because Mark Andrews is the second best tight end in football. Travis Kelsey's on an island on his own. After that, I think Mark Andrews is close. He's not anywhere near his hemisphere or his galaxy or whatever island that Travis Kelsey's on. But Mark Andrews is worth a start every, obviously, every week. And this week, he should be good to go. 
As for the Browns, last week, Bill Belichick didn't let Nick Chubb do anything. He only had 56 yards on 12 carries, but he still averaged 4.6. But this week, they play a terrible Baltimore defense. Terrible Baltimore defense. It's weird to say that out loud, but Nick Chubb, good for 100, good for a score. Kareem Hunt should have a lot of action this game, as I think this game will be a classic 1990s football game. A lot of running, a lot of misdirection, not a whole lot of passing. I can't see Jacoby Brissett throwing it to Amari Cooper a lot. Can't see him throwing it to David Njoku a lot. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. That's about it. I don't trust any receivers with Lamar Jackson. But it's kind of crazy that Donovan Peoples-Jones is still relevant when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. When we come back, we'll get you set up. We got 3 o'clock games, a Sunday night game, Chiefs, Niners, plus Monday night. It's a terrible game on Monday night, but there's still fantasy value there and bench value. Plus, we get into all your questions. 913-586-7610. It's a Fantasy Football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This show goes so fast. Sometimes I don't even know if I'm speaking. I feel like I'm just rambling. 
I'm trying to help you guys out. I got to give Grant therapy. He had a tough one last night. I'm sure by about the second quarter, he was putting the beers on ice. Thinking about college game day next week. Okay, I'm done. All right. That's it. I mean, look, you might not make a bowl game now. That's got to be your season. That's your that's your championship now. They get to five wins, get the entire nation on their side. Now they just can't win again. College football, man. You thought the last two weeks were good. Wait until the next two. It's going to get even better. All right, 913-586-7610. Any fantasy lineup questions that you need or you need suggestions with, I'll do my best to help you. I know that there's a couple of people on Twitter that have already caused a scene with me and said that I've cost them two weeks because of my suggestions. Look, I wish I could be, you know, inside every team's clubhouse and be like, so what's the deal? Who's going to play? Who's going to get the most action? Just let me know. Feed me. Well, I can't. But I watch a lot of football, and I do my best to help you guys out. Grant, let's knock in some matchups for 3 o'clock. Nine thirty-five on a Sunday. Hope you're all having a great day. It's gorgeous outside, man. October is just the greatest. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We do after hours from 10 to noon. But right now, it is Fantasy Football Sunday brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. The 3 o'clock slate, it's not terrible. It's not terrible for fantasy football owners. Now, maybe action-wise, it might be a little weird. First game, Jets and Broncos. We're all hoping Denver wins this game, right? Like, am I the only one that wants Denver to win? Because Mr. Mr. Unlimited, he's not playing. He's been hurt this entire year. Or at least that's what he says. Or maybe Russell Wilson just sucks. Well, either way... Rippin's going to play today for the Denver Broncos. Jerry, Judy, and Brad, and uh, Bradley Chubb both linked to trades. Teams are inquiring about a Jerry, Judy possibility. Denver, they're going to fire Hackett. You know it's coming. They wasted a ton of money on Russell Wilson. They play the Jets today. You know what the Jets record is? Yeah, you're right. Four and two. Jets are somewhat interesting. It's Brees Hall season, baby. Let Brees free. Start him. He should be an RB1 on most rosters. He's a stud. He gives me a lot of Le'Veon Bell vibes. Very patient runner, can do well in the passing game, and can just absolutely take over a game when Le'Veon Bell was, you know, younger. Not when he was knocking Adrian Peterson out in a boxing match. I still can't believe that. Zach Wilson doesn't really move the needle, but Corey Wilson and Garrett Wilson, both good. I'm sorry. Not Corey Wilson. Garrett Wilson, the rookie. He's been solid. He's been good. Corey Davis, been good. Denver doesn't score a lot, but their defense also doesn't allow a lot of scoring. They're fifth against the pass. They don't give up a lot of yards. Patrick Sertain Jr., I mean, it's obvious. It must run in the family. He's really good at playing quarterback in the NFL. Denver's pass defense ranks fifth in the NFL against opposing receivers. They're not a bad defense. They don't give up a lot of points. Their offense just doesn't score a lot of points. A lot of their games are like 12 to 10, 16 to 11, 14 to 10. They're just just a bad football team. As for Denver, 
I think the only start that I would actually think about doing is probably Cortland Sutton. Ribbon's going to have to throw the ball eventually, and he's going to throw it to his number one target, and it's going to be Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy wants out of Denver. Denver probably wants Jerry Judy out of Denver. It's not happening. Melvin Gordon and Hackett had a conversation this week, and it just screams like you've lost your locker room. It does. He's like, Melvin Gordon and I, are, we're really close. Melvin Gordon should get a lot of it. He's going to start on Sunday. He's going to get the job. I don't start anybody except Cortland Sutton if I'm Denver Broncos. Nobody. Wilson, Brees Hall, slam dunks. Not Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, the rookie. That's all I'm starting in New York versus Denver. Texans Raiders. Damian Pierce is back, baby. Damian Pierce is going to be a stud the rest of the year. In fact, he's probably going to be an RB1 for a lot of teams. And if I have to say anything about Damian Pierce, it's, well, you're welcome. I told you in July that Damian Pierce was probably going to be a best-kept secret in fantasy football drafts. He has been. He's been good. He came off a bye last week. The Texans are going to continue to feed Damian Pierce, and the Raiders' defense is trash. Expect a big game for Damian Pierce. Houston, though, Raiders give 103 a game and 256 in the air. I like Damian Pierce, and I like Brandon Cooks in this game. I really do, honestly. That's it. I don't want anybody else for Houston. But the Raiders give up 256 in the air, and they give 103 on the game, on the ground. I think Damian Pierce has a 100-yard game. I think he finds the end zone. I think the Raiders are bad. And I think they have a tough time with Houston. Which is sad, because Houston has like one win, and it's high. As for the Raiders, Devontae Adams should have a big week. Devontae Adams will be heavily targeted by Derek Carr. Hunter Renfro is back, coming off that hip injury, but he's a little sore. I think Hunter Renfro is okay to start this week. I think he's okay to start. If you're desperate, again, there's a lot of big names on buys. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Cooper Cup, Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, all on buys. There's a lot of people that don't have wide receivers this week. I think Hunter Renfro is okay to stream. I'm sorry if that doesn't work out for you, but take my advice. It's okay to start Hunter Renfro this week. No Darren Waller, so it's going to be Devontae Adams, and it's going to be Hunter Renfro. That's it. I don't think Josh Jacobs continues his great running back skill set. Again, the last time he played was against the Chiefs. Chiefs gave up running back yards to everybody this year because Willie Gay hasn't played, but he's back. So I think you're okay to start Renfro. I think Derek Carr, if you're missing a quarterback, I think is a good start this week. I'm okay with Derek Carr this week as well. Renfro, Adams, Carr, Jacobs, all startable. As for Houston, Pierce, and Cooks. The next 3 o'clock game, Seattle at at the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Gino and Kenny Walker can do it for you this week. I like Kenny Walker. Kenneth is his real name. I call him Kenny. Either way you want to look at it, I hope he doesn't get pissed about that. It's like I found out Josh Klingler's actual name is Josh. It's not actually Joshua. He was literally born with the name Josh. Anyways, Los Angeles is trash versus the run. Kenny Walker slashed last week in a spot start when he took over for Rashad Penny for the rest of the year, and Kenny Walker's going to continue to get carries. Last week, 21 for 97 and a touchdown versus Arizona. Arizona, again, not the best team. Not going to blow you away with defensive talent, but he still had 21 for 97 and a touchdown in his first game as a starter. I think if Grant Nicholson and I ran against the Chargers, we would probably get 50 yards in that game. I'm dead serious. And we're both, like, pretty unathletic guys. But I think we could each get 50 yards running 
if we were to play against the Chargers. They just give up a ton of yards. They're second to last in the NFL when it comes to opposing running backs. Look for Kenny Walker to go. Look for Geno Smith to continue not to write back the people that wrote him off. He's not done yet. Tyler Lockett should go. Questionable. DK Metcalf, obviously, I don't need to say anything about that. As for the Chargers, keep your eye on Keenan Allen. This is kind of annoying because of the game time slot. It's a 3 o'clock start. Keenan Allen wants to be a game time decision. So you kind of have to like play that flex role with Keenan Allen. You don't want him starting because if he doesn't play, then you're screwed at wide receiver because you probably don't have somebody on your bench. Because if Keenan Allen's not playing, somebody already is, which means you don't want them to play because, obviously. Keenan Allen, keep an eye on your flex spot. I bet he plays, but at what significance does he have on the field when he's still nursing a hamstring injury and he's a game-time decision and it's against Seattle? So, yes, Seattle's not the same Seattle they were in the, you know, Legion to Boom days, but it's tough to call when it's a hamstring injury. The 325 game, the one that you've all wanted to listen to, the one you've all been waiting for. I think when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, this is my all-juice matchup this week. The Chiefs have not been an all-juice matchup this week or this season. But here again, if you want to know what Christian McCaffrey is going to do or what his situation will be against the Chiefs, this is Ian Rapport explaining what Christian McCaffrey's role will probably be for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, a massive, massive trade with the San Francisco 49ers who have really been working on this Christian McCaffrey trade for about a week now, ever, ever since it became clear that the Panthers were at least open to doing a deal for the right amount. And first of all, here are the details of the trade. It is a second rounder, a third rounder, and fourth rounder in the 2023 draft and a fifth rounder in 2024. Really a massive haul. You know, we talk all the time about the devaluation of the running back. That is a lot of value for a running back who is locked in, in a contract for the next three years for the San Francisco 49ers. The Panthers guys wanted a first round pick or an equivalent. The two teams that were in it at the end, which were the Rams and the 49ers, did not have a one, of course, because of previous trades. So they did the best they could to get as close to a one as possible. That is exactly what happened. And now for the 49ers who have had some inconsistency at running back, they get one of the most electric talents in the backfield. He is going to travel today to San Francisco, may actually see the field on Sunday, perhaps in a red zone package for the Niners. So you've got to love hearing that when it comes to Christian McCaffrey. See red zone, end zone packages, which means Christian McCaffrey is probably going to be at least good for an anytime score day if you want to bet some sort of parlay piece in this Chiefs game. You know Kelsey's going to score. You know Jimmy Garoppolo's probably going to throw for at least 200 yards. And you know that Chris McCaffrey's definitely going to get a touchdown. He's wearing number 23, by the way, for those of you that will be confused when you look at the jersey numbers. 23 will be Christian McCaffrey. It'll also say, also say McCaffrey on his back, too, in case you get confused. Um, let's talk about the Chiefs running back situation. We're going to dive into it more detailed uh, on the 10 to 12 show, and we'll have Pete Sweeney join us at 11, Chiefs uh, Chiefs guru when it comes to talking about all things Chiefs with uh, Arrowhead Pride Chief Editor Pete Sweeney will join me at 11. But again, when you think about what the Chiefs are going to do here, Isaiah Pacheco, you're damn right you're starting this week. I would start Isaiah Pacheco in my leagues probably at a flex or RB2. The Chiefs don't ever really kind of come out and say stuff like this. And again, they don't really show this type of stuff when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs in their running back situation or the news like this. I expect Pacheco to have a decent game. Pacheco has been their best running back. People have screamed for Pacheco to be the running back. 
Now Pacheco is going to get first-line starts. Again, I still expect Clyde Edwards-Alaire to get a lot of touches. I still think they're going to split the, the carries, but I think Pacheco will be in line to have a little bit more of a positive way to go forward in fantasy when it comes to scoring. Travis Kelsey, by the way, he has 100 yards today. He passes, or I'm sorry, he ties Rob Gronkowski all time for most 100-yard receiving games for a tight end. Big day for Travis Kelsey like it always is. You let 87 eat, you let 15 eat, and I think Juju Smith-Schuster is worth the start. Right? I think Juju Smith-Schuster is worth the start. Last week he had a really good game. I think it might have been his breakout game. But again, I think Juju Smith-Schuster coming off that, what was it, 113 yards and a touchdown on that game last week. I think he can continue to do that. Was that the breakout game that you wanted to see from Juju Smith-Schuster? If it was, buckle up, gear up, and congratulations for having on your fantasy roster because if Mahomes can keep looking that way, that'll maybe make them pump the brakes on going to get a receiver during the trade deadline. As for the 49ers, Debo Samuel should have a big day. I know Chiefs fans don't like hearing that, but this is solely a fantasy football show. There is no fandom here. We're all individuals on this show. Debo Samuel will probably have a big day. They're going to disguise Christian McCaffrey, and they're going to use him as a pawn, but they're also probably going to use him in a few separate plays. You saw the report from Adam Schefter last night, and if you didn't, he said, expect Christian. He's kind of said the same thing Ian Rapport said, but in an Adam Schefter tweet way. McCaffrey's going to play in certain plays. He's already learned some of the plays in the playbook, a.k.a. same thing you heard in the audio from Ian Rapport. McCaffrey's going to have a few plays inside the red zone, and I expect to see him on third and five or longer so they can be like, hey, if we throw you a screen pass, can you improvise it and make something happen in the pass game? Jimmy Garoppolo eventually will start to love Christian McCaffrey. I see McCaffrey scoring somewhere between 15 to 16 points when it comes to full point PPR today. That's with a touchdown, and then maybe like 25 yards receiving, 30 yards rushing, a few catches as well, and that's what rounds out Christian McCaffrey's 15-point game today. Brandon Ayuk, kind of like Gabriel Davis last week. If you want to start Brandon Ayuk, you could because there is the potential that Jimmy Garoppolo could find him for about five catches for about 75 yards, and there's a possibility he could score. George Kittle, it's a little sketch. I think we've lost Kittle. I know he had a decent game last week. He's playing the Chiefs this week. He's going up against Travis Kelsey. The competition will eat in itself. But again, Ayuk... Debo, McCaffrey, Jeff Wilson Jr. I still think is the heavy bolt getter when it comes to the handoffs in the running back game, but I don't know how much I trust starting Jeff Wilson Jr. You got a guy on a bye that you have to play somebody over, then that's fine. But there's not a lot of running backs on buys this week. Everybody should have their main starting guys at running back. It's tough because you know 23 CMC is right behind his back, and they're going to want to get him in as much as possible. Niners have a new shiny toy. How much will they use it? Yeah, a massive, massive trade for the San Francisco 49ers. Massive, massive trade for the San Francisco 49ers, as one Ian Rapport likes to say. When it comes to Sunday night football, Pittsburgh at Miami. I mean this. I think Tyreek Hill could have 200 yards receiving on Sunday night football. Those of you that have Tyreek Hill this week, congratulations. Again, Pittsburgh, tough one here. I want them to trade Chase Claypool because I want him to go somewhere, and I also want them to trade Deontay Johnson. Not because I like those guys, because I want George Pickens to be the only guy on that team. George Pickens is so talented. He's so good. The kid out of Georgia just needs some time. Kenny Pickett, stay the night at his house. Buy him a car. Hang out. Go get lunch together. Go eat breakfast together. It worked for Stafford and Cup. But get Claypool and Deontay Johnson out of Pittsburgh. Let the rebuild happen. Mike Tomlin, step away for a few years. It's okay. Pittsburgh sucks. 
Yes, they beat Tampa Bay last week. I don't know what happened with Tampa Bay, but this week Miami gets everybody back. Two is back. Tyreek Hill's fully healthy. Jalen Waddle's healthy to go. Gasecki, all of them are good to go. And expect two to have a big game. They play Pittsburgh, who's absolutely disheveled. They have a ton of guys that are out on injury. A lot of secondary guys. A lot of guys hurt on that defense. I expect Miami to absolutely come out guns a-blazing, and I expect Tyreek Hill to continue to go on pace. And yes, this is a true stat, to break Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving record. Tyreek Hill is on pace for that. So respect to the cheetah. As for the Monday Night Football game, gross. Chicago at New England. David Montgomery, Ramondre Stevenson. Zappy hour. I don't know if it continues, but I guarantee you New England wins this game. I would put my stamp of approval on that. New England will beat Chicago because Justin Fields still hasn't figured it out. Mooney, eh. As for the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson should eat in this game. And until Chicago realizes that Khalil Herbert is better than David Montgomery, Chicago is not worth my time. Herbert's better. He is. He runs better. He's faster. He's more elusive. He catches better. He gets in the end zone better. He looks, I'm done. Herbert needs to play over David Montgomery. I'm sorry, David Montgomery owners, but I wouldn't play him this week. Not against Bill Belichick, who will absolutely prey on Justin Fields and that weak-ass Bears team. New England by seven. Ramondre Stevenson, 110 yards and two touchdowns this week in New England on Monday Night Football. 913-586-7610. That's the number. We come back, we answer your questions, and we get you set up for after hours from 10 to noon. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. Dusty Likens with you, Grant Nicholson with you. We've only got about three minutes. This show's wild, man. Like, if you don't get coffee, just turn this on on Sundays at 9 a.m. and you'll be awake. I'm serious. I've lost my mind. Just a quick recap, though, for all of you out there that are scumbags like myself and gamble and play this type of stuff. The Chiefs are going to use Isaiah Pacheco more often than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. DeAndre Swift is out. Hunter Renfro should play. Mark Andrews is probably going to play. Keenan Allen, game-time decision. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. Your questions. Ninjoku or Tanyan from the 913. Ninjoku. Jacoby Brissett seems to like him, and I don't want to play anybody for Green Bay. Neil and Lone Jack says, Good morning, Dusty. Good morning, Neil. I have Dion Jackson. Got him last week. Nice. But I don't trust him this week. You shouldn't. Jonathan Taylor's playing. Clyde Edwards, Kareem Hunt. Also, I have Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. I would honestly go, Neil, I'm going Kareem Hunt, and I'm going Clyde Edwards. I don't know if I can trust Gus Edwards this week. I think you should definitely keep him on your roster. Like I said earlier, I think you should make sure you monitor his performance because I think eventually he takes over Kenyon Drake and Justice Hill. Somebody says, yeah, sometimes you're not perfect, but I know you do your best. If they want to blame you, man, man up and make your own decisions, people. Hey, thanks for having my back. 954, I've never seen that area code. Dusty, I have Pacheco too, been stashed him. Do you like him over Hunt? Neil and Lone Jack, yes. 
Start two of three. McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Damian Pierce. Brees Hall, Damian Pierce all day long. You should win your fantasy league, honestly. If those are your three running backs, you're set up for success as long as Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. This will be his worst week of the se- of the year. I think, unless he's had a really bad week the first six weeks of the season. But that is like the perfect element for that offense. But today, Brees Hall, Damian Pierce. Pierce goes against the Raiders. Brees Hall uh, against the Broncos. The Broncos will give up rushing yards. They won't give up a lot of passing yards. Brees Hall is a stud, and I compared him to Devon, or to, uh, what was it, who I compared him to? Le'Veon Bell in his prime. Dusty, Bi-Week Blues, Allen, Jefferson, Davis, Grab Gino this morning. Need one receiver and one flex. Godwin, Lazard, Pacheco, Herbert, A.J. Dillon. Godwin, Pacheco. That's my advice, 660. I know. It's a it's a tough bye week this week with all the talent that's out. It's tough. What do you think about using Denver's defense this week? I wouldn't. Again, they do very, very well against the pass. They don't give up a lot of points but this seems kind of like Denver's on that breaking point where like their starting quarterback's not playing, right? Um, Their coach has definitely lost the trust in the locker room and they're definitely going to fire him and they're going to trade Jerry Judy. They're going to trade Bradley Chubb and that team just seems like it's, I don't know. Been rolling with the Niners D since week one, but with all their injuries and of course playing the Chiefs today, any defense you'd recommend to stream instead, 49ers drop what you think, only five bench spots in our league. Uh, Cincinnati's a good stream and the Jets are a good stream this week when it comes to defenses. Miami also a good defense to stream this week. Um, other than that, I think those are about the only ones I could think of that are probably available, but that's what I would do. Thank you all for listening to the fantasy football show. Unfortunately, I have to get out of here because I have to start my own show from 10 to noon after hours. Grant Nicholson, Dusty like is with you. This has been a fantasy football Sunday brought to you by twin peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views, happy hour, not happy hour. After Hours, coming up next. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.